Hello, everyone. This is Mark Vina with more insights and strategy. Today's Monday, March 30th, 2020. Uh, yet doing yet another what I like to call public service announcement type of a podcast. As most of you have been listening in and watching in, um, I've been doing a series of podcasts on great, you know, uh, work from home tips as we kind of navigate through this coronavirus situation. Um, uh, last night, President Trump announced that uh, he was going to extend the federal guidelines for another 30 days. So we're looking at this situation potentially through the end of uh, April. I think everyone has a lot of optimism that the light is at the end of the tunnel. We'll see how it goes, to kind of paraphrase uh, our illustrious commander-in-chief. But um, it, did, you know, it did uh, occur to me over the last uh, two or three days, there's a product that uh, I came across, and I actually wrote about it in Forbes, oh, almost over a year ago, if I recall. And it's a product that I think has a lot of application, um, especially in the food handling category. It's not technically, it's not um, a smart home product per se. It's, it's, it's decidedly non-technical, but it's still ingenious, frankly. And it's a product that I think that will have a lot of application to, um, uh, to the situation we're going through with the coronavirus um, uh, phenomenon. I hate that word phenomenon. Phenomenon technically is a good word but I don't know any other way to describe it. And uh, the person I have on the podcast today is Brian Dennison. Brian, please say hello. Mark, hello. How are you today? Uh, nice to see you today, Brian. You look, you look very chipper. Uh, and and, Brian, and uh, Brian, just in full disclosure, is a good friend of mine. I've known Brian for close to uh, over 25 years. Brian and I met each other when we started working, at, when we worked at Compaq back in the early 90s, working on the Presario brand. We were uh, key members of the team that brought the Presario brand, the first consumer brand to life in the PC space. For those who are millennials, of course, they would not absolutely not know that, but there used to be <laughs> nothing but business computers a long time ago. And uh, Compact and the Presero team and Brian and I helped change that. And Brian, uh, uh, a bit ago, and I wrote about this again in, in Forbes about a year and a half ago, actually founded an interesting company that has a product called No Touch Easy Gloves. And it's a very interesting product because it's, a, this, again, it's not a smart home product per se, but it's a product that has a lot of application, especially in the food handling space. So with that, I want to turn it over to Brian and, and give Brian a chance to talk a little bit about it and uh, what he's learned because I'm sure, Brian, you're an expert now on the food handling category. It's probably an area that I know you didn't have a lot of expertise on when we worked together at Compact 100 years ago, but let's talk a little bit about that. Absolutely, thank you, Mark. Yes, the, the company No Touch Easy Gloves um, is headquartered here in Houston, Texas. Um, we, are, uh, we, we were originally set up and designed to provide a solution for food service workers to quickly and efficiently produce a meal for their customer in a safe way. Um, the concept of no touch easy gloves is quite simple. You put a glove on, you don a, a food service worker can don a pair of gloves in one to two seconds, saving a lot of time at a sandwich shop or a school cafeteria as the line begins to, to form and build at noontime for lunch. Um, we've developed this product that allows that food service employee to put those gloves on quickly without touching the outside of the glove. So the key benefits are improved efficiency by the food service worker, and secondarily, and certainly now very, very important, food safety and, and the control of contamination right. to, the, to the end user, to the customer. 
You know, what's interesting is that gloves are not new in the food space. They've been in the food space for a long, long period of time. And I've always struggled with gloves. And it looks like this is the problem that you've solved <laughs> is that I always, always concerned about if you're a food handler or even if you're using it in the kitchen, you know, it's always, an, and we'll talk about applications for this in, in a second, is that I've always concerned that if your hands are contaminated, how do you put gloves on? If your hands are contaminated, they shouldn't be. People should be washing their hands before they put gloves on. But how do you do it in a way that you're not touching the outside of the glove and contaminating the outside of the glove? So uh, let's talk a little bit about that for a second because sure. it really is ingenious. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the patented system that we developed allows a the first glove in the stack. It's a stack of gloves that hangs vertically. You put your hand into an open glove. You pull it away. The glue, there's a, a, an FDA-approved um, adhesive on the trailing edge of the first glove that attaches to the leading edge of glove number two. So mm. the, the action is sticking your hand in that glove, pulling it away from the stack, causing the glove behind it to register open. So you're not touching the outside of the glove. To your earlier point, food service workers, everyone in fact, should wash their hands before doing anything. And in fact, with coronavirus now, um, a yes. pandemic, um, washing your hands more often than even before is, is essential. But mm. the, the idea of having, even if you don't, um, if your hand is contaminated, for example, you can put that glove on without touching the outside of it. Unfortunately, many uh, studies show that uh, a high percentage of um, food service workers actually don't wash their hands uh, often enough. So right. there is a need for protection and that need is enhanced with our current situation. Yeah, so let, let's talk a little bit about that because, you know, you, have, as I kind of was inferring before, um, you have probably, learned, knowing you, you've probably learned a tremendous about, about the food handling category. Um, the, uh, it, it, and it is an interesting space, right? Because it's very high volume. Yes. There's a lot of activity going in the back. Uh, you often have workers that, frankly, are rushing to get multiple things done at the same time. Um, and convenience is a big deal. You know, if you could drive convenience in that operation in the back, in the back kitchen, um, right. it will obviously uh, facilitate people using the product on a much more um, consistent basis. So what, 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 maybe I'll phrase it this way. What are, what are the couple, two, three things that you know about the food handling space now that you didn't know about before you kind of um, uh, decided to take this journey into this new category? Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a very good question, Mark. Um, we've learned a lot, to your point. Um, all kitchens are different. There, there are numerous applications within the food service industry, whether it's a school cafeteria serving, you know, elementary age children in the cafeteria line where they have a limited amount of time to get through the line, eat their meal, and return to the classroom. Um, you have then also restaurants where a couple can enjoy a nice evening meal, and there's not as much pressure of time, but certainly they want a, a clean meal delivered to their table. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned, all kitchens are, are unique. Large industrial kitchens have numerous stations throughout the kitchen performing numerous different jobs. Some jobs are more suited for our type of glove. Um, other, other jobs are suited for a tighter fitting latex glove, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, though latex um, does have its own set of challenges with a number of allergies associated with it that many people suffer from. But my point is a tighter fitting glove is more suited for chopping up vegetables as an example. Right. Whereas serving the plate, um, adding chips to a, 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 a plate of food, 
uh, reaching into um, uh, a drawer to pull out chips uh, is a perfect use for our glove. You can also don our glove over the top of a tighter fitting glove mm. and pick up, pick up the trash can lid that just fell on the floor, put it back on the trash can, pull our glove off, and you still have the glove underneath that's intact. So there are applications throughout the kitchen that apply. Yeah, let's go back to that latex issue before, because I don't know if there's a lot of appreciation for that from the average consumer, or the average person, but that was obviously something you discovered as you were going through this journey. In terms yes. Of the product. So let's, that is, I mean, I don't think, and I don't have the data. I don't know if 90%, you know, 50% of the population is allergic to latex, but you know, this of course eliminates that as a variable. Correct. Absolutely. And, and the statistics show that roughly 20% of the population has some form of latex allergy. So it's right. a measurable percentage. Um, there are another, a number of other uh, different types of gloves. Our glove is a cast polyethylene glove. It's a tighter fitting poly glove, um, kind of at the high end. Well, I would compare it to a tighter fitting nitrile or vinyl glove. Mm -hmm. So um, that particular type. So... Let, the obvious question, I, I'm sure, and I, we were talking about this before um, we uh, started the podcast, is that, uh, you know, there's no question, I am sure, that there's probably other, it is FDA compliant, which is interesting, but I'm sure there's application outside the food space. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, obviously, you're probably, this is probably not recommended for use, I'm going to say abroad make a broad statement in an operating room per se. Of course, that's not what its intended use is. But what kind of usage, uh, usage applications are you getting, getting calls for to use it outside of the food handling space? Yeah, it's been uh, with, the, with the advent of coronavirus, the universe of application for our solution has expanded greatly. <clears throat> in mm -hmm. fact, over the last three weeks, I would say demand for our product has quadrupled. Um, sure. It's normal run rate and it's from applications outside of the food service industry. For example, you're a grocery shopper, you're handling a cart, pushing it around the aisles of a grocery store, you have no clue who has handled right, that right. cart before you. The coronavirus can exist there on that surface for days. And using a glove, um, putting on a pair of gloves and protecting yourself is the new application for No Touch Easy Gloves that we are seeing significant demand for. Grocery right. shopping is just one example. Going to a doctor's office, a dentist's office, anywhere where there is a public um, location, a door, a sliding door, a freezer door, anything that you would have to open with your hand, having a protective glove on your hand, it doesn't guarantee you're not going to contract any um, illness, but it certainly improves your chances. Sure. You, you know, what's amazing about that is I think we've all now have done you know, more food shopping in the last three weeks because we're going, that's really the only reason you really want to leave your home during this, during this period. And I have noticed in my own personal observation that uh, your experience at a Whole Foods, which has generally been very good, the Whole Foods that I have near, there's several uh, near me in, in the Valley, they have gone out of their way in terms of trying to, you know, when you, you know, they only let 50 people into the store, you have to be you know, six feet spaced apart getting in. Uh, they do try to wipe your, um, uh, your cart when you walk in, although they, they don't do it all the time. You know, right. I, I would say it's about 70% of the time. And then you, I contrast that my experience with my local Safeway, which I tend to go for, for, you know, non whole foods type of stuff. And there is absolutely no, you know, um, sanita uh, sanitizing that goes on. I mean, I guess you could request it, 
but if you've got to request it, you're probably not going to do it. So I absolutely wish that, that pro your product would be available um, at, at my local supermarket. But having said that, and I know you can't talk about your, your, your customers specifically, you do have some very, uh, a number of high profile supermarkets on board. And, and I know you can't yes, talk to do. them, but, but you can't talk to them specifically, but uh, let's talk a little bit about that because they have shown yeah. up at supermarkets too. Yeah, the, the, the interest level among both major national chains and regional chains, chains has skyrocketed, as I mentioned earlier, in the mm -hmm. last three to four weeks. We're engaged with a number of uh, procurement officers uh, throughout the country on um, protecting their customer while, whether it's a shopping uh, experience or if it's um, families visiting family members in the hospital. Another mm -hmm. good example, you walk into a hospital um, in fact, I received a call just today from one of the very large um, Houston-based hospital uh, uh, organizations asking for availability of gloves so they can give their visitors a pair of gloves as they're walking into the hospital to visit family members, other patients, et cetera. Uh, it's really a matter of the individual taking charge themselves. You really have to you really have to be diligent for your own safety. You can't depend upon someone else to do the right thing for you. Even, even though in your example, Mark, your Whole Foods is doing a much better job of sterilizing, um, mm -hmm. you still have to take the personal precautions yes. um, and not rely upon you know, someone else to do that for you. Right. Well, and I, and I guess the other application, that I, and, I, and I hope, and you're going to laugh at this because you know I'm a Yankee fan, Brian, you're an Astros fan, which I'm still trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to convince you to, you know, to, 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 branch to, out. to yeah, branch out to, you know, start, you don't want to, you actually root for a, a, a team that's a criminal team, but that's a, that's a, <laughs> that, that's, that's a different podcast. But yeah, you know, the funny thing is, is that I think when we go back to watching sports and there, that will happen because I'm a diehard baseball yes. fan, you are. And I think a lot of the concerns that people are going to have is just buying food at a stadium. I mean, we all know, even under the best, you know, uh, Minute Maid Field, Yankee Stadium, the newer venues, they, they try to do as much as they possibly can to, to provide a very clean and sterile environment. But when you have 40 or 50,000 people show up in a stadium, you know, you don't know what the heck is happening here as people are buying food in a very communal type of setting. Right. So I, you know, speaking for myself, that, you know, these type of, uh, that your type of product does show up at, at, at sports venues, because I really do think that they would, I would have tremendous, um, there'd be tremendous appeal for a product like that, correct? And that is absolutely true. Any, any large public um, setting, once the virus is um, declared at a point, hopefully soon, that it's not as, um, uh, as serious and we can attend baseball games and other sporting, large sporting mm -hmm. events again, um, the use of our gloves is, uh, I, I kind of compare it to 9-11. 9-11 mm -hmm. was a disaster for this country. Um, the, the calamity was, was magnificent. It was highly unfortunate for, for, for the families involved, for the individuals involved. TSA is a byproduct of 9-11. TSA is still with us today. Mm -hmm. Once coronavirus is more under control, the use of gloves and masks and, and things of personal sanitation, they're not going to go away. They're going to be here indefinitely because people will be more cautious they will right. be more um, selective and they'll, they'll be more diligent about preserving, um, you know, their own health. No, that, that's a terrific observation. And um, I think your analogy to, hey, here, TSA was, an, uh, was a byproduct of, um, 
uh, of uh, 9-11, this country will never be the same. Not that that's a completely different podcast, but I will tell you, I think you're absolutely right. The way we handle food, the way we go to restaurants, buffets, for example, it'll be interesting to see if buffets come back in, you know, in, in, in tremendous, um, in tremendous force, you know, um, you know, just doing things as simple as eating peanuts at a communal bar, um, at a communal, um, you know, from a bowl in a, in a bar, yes. we'll see, we'll see how that kind of pans out. But, uh, yes. but, uh, before we, you know, end the podcast, you know, next few minutes, let's you know show the product off because sure, we talk, sure, and, I'll, and for those of you who will be watching the video broadcast this, I am going to show some images of this, but I'd like, uh, Brian to do a quick demo if we can. Sure. So this is the product in its current orientation. I'm not sure how well you can see that, but we have a, a stainless raise steel. Raise it, raise it up a little bit, Brian, so the camera can so see we, it. Yeah, I will. So we have a stainless steel mount. We call this our edge mount. And on this edge, and the edge mount is this particular configuration because it will basically adhere. We use 30 pound mount tape on the back. It will adhere to any, virtually any surface, whether it's a stainless steel uh, prep table, um, mm -hmm. a brick wall, um, a, a kitchen wall, any, any, any surface at all, you can hang this particular mount. And then in turn, you take a stack of our gloves, which they come 50 to a stack. They fit right on there. And the gloves hang vertically, as I mentioned before. And you simply pull away a glove at a time and you put it on. Now, in the application for personal safety, it's less important that you you know, have to put your hand all the way through to pull it, pull it away. I mm -hmm. use this at the gas pump every day or anytime I need to fill up my car. I have this, I carry a, a pack of these in my car. When I, when I uh, handle the gas pump, which is probably the most contaminated surface on the planet earth, mm -hmm. I will pull off, a, I'll pull off typically one glove because I'm just pumping with one glove. I'll put the glove on at like this and then I'll, I'll fill my tank with gas. That application will eclipse any other, in my opinion, in terms of usage, because again, that surface is highly contaminated. Um, I don't know how long coronavirus will live on a fuel pump, but I'm guessing it's hours, if not days, if not a week, who knows? Right. Right. But the, the concept is in, a, in an application where you're hanging the product to use as either a food service worker. Um, I have one of these in my kitchen as an example. I'm kind of, you know, a germaphobe. When I empty my dishwasher, I put on a glove to take mm -hmm. the clean dishes out and put them away. Right. So right. the applications are, are numerous and widespread, but the, the ease of taking a glove off of the stack is, is, is simple. I mean, it's as easy as it gets. And again, donning a pair of gloves to perform whatever task it is from pumping gas to grocery shopping to visiting your dentist, visiting your, any place where you're touching a public surface. Right. You probably should wear that to the next Yankee Astros game. That way, if you kill someone and choke someone, you won't leave yes. your fingerprints. But there that's will a, be no, no DNA evidence. <laughs> that's an unintended application for your uh, for Unintended, your yes. We do not suggest using our gloves for that purpose. Yeah, so um, in our remaining uh, couple of minutes here, let's talk a little bit about, um, uh, first of all, pricing. I mean, that's the other thing that's nice about this. It's not a very expensive product. And, and by the way, it also comes in multiple sizes. But let's talk about pricing, where you can buy it, and uh, the uh, kind of the, the, the bundles that you have available for it. Sure, sure. We, um, our, our product comes in four different sizes, small, medium, large, and extra large. Mm -hmm. uh, you, can, you can select them in any quantity you like. Uh, you, the, the, the most 
popular uh, domain for purchasing our product is our own website, notoucheasygloves.com. Go on, on to notoucheasygloves.com. It's all spelled out, um, and you can order directly from us. Our pricing is extremely aggressive. Uh, you can get the gloves anywhere from two to three cents a glove. Uh, typically, a pack of 3,000 gloves, or I'm sorry, a case of 3,000 gloves comes in at around $62 right now today on our website, which equates to a little over two cents per glove. Right. Um, yeah, we also sell, we also sell through, through uh, food service distribution, uh, but those partners are intended to supply to food service establishments. So for right. individual consumer use, notoucheasygloves.com is the place to go. And we ship nationally, internationally, wherever the need is. Well, I suspect you're going to be a very busy, uh, busy camper over the next uh, several weeks as we go through this. And I, again, I don't think uh, the activity is going to stop, you know, even as we kind of get back to normal, some type, some type of sense of normalcy after this entire crisis is over. But uh, Brian, thank you very much. It's a terrific product, innovative. It's, a, you know, it's not terribly high tech. It's, it's actually high tech from, an, from a, from a, um, a, a, uh, you know, from a, a design standpoint, but it's obviously not a smart product in the traditional sense, but it is, it's, you got to be very, you got to be pretty smart to use it. And I think I really do think it's going to make a difference and I do appreciate your time. Um, Absolutely. Thank, you. thank you, Mark. Thank you, Brian. Uh, so to my, the entire more insights and strategy audience, thank you for uh, watching today's podcast. Today's a video podcast that, that that's available on YouTube. Uh, it'll also be available on Apple iTunes as well. The audio por portion, uh, please follow us on our social media, Suspect Partners, that's Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Please be safe with your families. And until next time, have a great week. Mm -hmm.